Welcome back to Smashy Crypto. Happy Monday, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're joined by Mohammed Khalid, the founder and CEO of School Hack. Welcome back to the show. Hey, how are you, man? Good, thank you. How have you been? Yes, good, thank you. All good, all good. Amazing. So a lot of developments as of late. So tell us about School Hack and how that came about. Well, yeah, School Hack, well, the idea came around January. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the whole AI buzz, everything was going crazy in the space. And yeah, the idea came about and when it comes around to February, we executed, delivered a very simplistic MVP and then it just kind of just took off from there. Simple yet effective. Mm, um, yeah. <laughs> One million users in just under four months, right? Yeah, definitely simple in the beginning. <laughs> now, <laughs> now it's gotten like real complex, but... Yeah, um, we're one million users in three and a half months. It like just exploded. Mm -hmm. Like, like big shout out to the team. Everyone's like doing like working super hard. So yeah, it's been hectic. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, what do you think about the platform in general? Was so mesmerizing for everyone to jump on it so immediately and so quickly. Well, um, I think it all starts with the name, you know, mm -hmm. like School Hack is a very, you know, like a Gen Z talks type yeah. of name. It's like a two word syllable, like, you know, Snapchat, Facebook, YouTube. So it's very catchy, you know, mm -hmm. and the name School Hack is very like enticing. So I think that's um, what draws people to the platform. And of course, the technology and how useful it is, of course, and the value that we bring is what keeps them on the platform. So what are some of the resources? Me as someone that's in uh, university, for example, what does uh, School Hack provide to me that I wouldn't be able to find elsewhere? Um, I'll give you some examples of some features. So there's something what we call Smart Docs, mm -hmm. which you can upload the document and you can essentially like communicate with any document. So you can, if you're reading Harry Potter, let's say you can like communicate with the Philosopher's Stones, the whole book. Wow. Any, any, any I guess we, no one will be using it for Harry yeah. Potter, but that's just an example. You never know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's just an example. So there's, of course, Smart Docs, Smart Media, mm -hmm. which um, essentially after this podcast, we could actually like copy the link and go back and talk to the podcast and find out all the key points, what we say in the podcast. Guys that are in, not guys, guys and girls, who are like people who are in uh, university like yourself, of mm -hmm. course, if you want to like study a lecture like in a whole other country, that will take you like two, three, four hours to go through. You could actually copy the link and, you know, get the, the best points out of that. Is there maybe a fine line between it being useful for students and students take advantage of it. For example, I know that my brother used ChatGPT for a lot of his essays. Yeah. Um, where's the fine line? Well, there is a fine line, and um, that's why we introduced something called uh, SHP 2.0. It's actually um, a tool for teachers to actually monitor the use of AI for their students. So we're very like keen on like the whole platform being used ethically, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's a problem that, you know, that people say that comes with AI, but yeah. we're doing our best steps to, you know, make sure that it doesn't go down like how your brother done it or anything. Watch out, kids. <laughs> so it's like turn it in almost. Yeah, it's almost like turn it in yeah. for sure. Yeah, okay, for cool. sure. And um with the various amount of tools that we actually do have on the platform, like there's another feature is like quiz generator, upload a document and we generate a multiple choice quiz. Same. So like um, it's not just the chat box, you yeah. know, like our chat bot is just like, 
literally one small tiny feature. There's an array of tools that anyone can clearly see that has mm -hmm. nothing to do with like cheating or being used unethically. Like there's so many ways to use our platform. And it's great because as time has gone on, you get to see that now. Yeah. yeah. And just to touch on that, the word uh, school hack, I know that's what a lot of people, you know, think, but like uh, it's not in that way. School hack, like, is same as a life hack, as a gym or mind hack. hacking. Yeah, mind hacking, exactly. It's just like, it's the Gen Z lingo, right? It's what... It's what's going to catch the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, that's what it really uh, stands for. Is but, it uh, predominantly for university students or can we have, let's say, I have a four or fourth grade brother um, that would need it? Would it be able to help kids of all different ages in school? Yeah, it's uh, it can help kids of all ages. Predominantly, it's like from 12 years old and above, okay. you know, so like just as you enter in high school, it's okay. like most effective. But for sure, like, yeah, like young, I'm sure younger kids do use the platform for sure. Yeah. And what about teachers? Are their jobs at risk by any chance? Or how does this impact them both positively and negatively? No, I think as long as, you know, the educators also get AI literate, mm -hmm. um, there they shouldn't be a problem. Like, example, um, I feel like I'm just pitching my products all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on SHP 2.0, we have tools for educators that can help okay. them like upload a document, help you make a lesson plan, or just like how we have Quiz Generator, we have like the same, but in reverse role for, for a teacher. So if there's a new curriculum and you want to just test your students on it, you can upload the curriculum and generate a, a quiz or a test that's never been ever done before, and yeah. then you can test your students. So as long as the educators are, uh, you know, like becoming AI literate, going mm -hmm. with the times, instead of fighting it, like go with it, see how it can help and better the students, better your teaching skills and better the students' education. I feel like that's the kind of mindset and positivity we need to have when we look at AI. Uh, the word AI literate or the phrase, I think that's something that isn't used um, frequently enough. We're also learning at the same time. Obviously, the younger you are, you're almost more in tune with how everything works, especially with the user interface. Mm -hmm. Do you think that there's an ease and convenience with the platform for both students and teachers to get the gist of how to best use it? Oh yeah, exactly, yeah, precisely. So when we designed Schoolhack, it's just like a simplistic interface. Like mm -hmm. even like now with ChatGPT, essentially the UI is just like you're sending a message to your friend. It's like very simplistic. So yeah, it's gotta be as, as user-friendly and like the user experience has gotta be like easy and smooth as possible. It's pretty much like real easy to use for sure. And also, um, going back to what you said earlier, for a month to turn around the whole platform and have it release immediately, what were some of the trials and tribulations <laughs> and some of the challenges that came with that? Well, it's a lot of late nights, a lot of uh, <laughs> what we call hackathons and coffee. A, a lot of co a hell of a lot of coffee, <laughs> pizzas, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and all nighters. You know, I don't know if you ever heard of the phrase all nighter. Yeah, yeah, man, a lot, of, yeah, a lot of all nighters. But the, as I said, when we turn around, when we turn it around in a month, it wasn't the school hack you mm -hmm. see today with all the features. It yeah. was just a simple chatbots connected to um, OpenAI with just some very simple features in the very beginning, like paraphrase, etc. Just to see if the, <laughs> yeah. all the useful ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to, just to see if the concept worked. Do you know what I mean? The idea yeah. worked, and then we got um, 100,000 users in 19 days mm -hmm. with um, uh, MVP. 
knowing what we can bring to this product, uh, we decided to, you know, put everything else aside and go like full steam ahead. And that's what made School Hack what, what it is today. That's the product you see today. What would you say is the one driver towards the success? Oof. The, you know, uh, it's like the name. Yeah. The name is a smash. <laughs> yeah, the name. The name is a smash for sure. It 100%. definitely, yeah, it definitely attracts a lot of people to the platform. And I said that the, the name attracts people to the platform. The technology is what keeps mm -hmm. them on the platform yeah. because it's all good having a good name, but you need to have a good product. Yeah, and if it's not worth, if it doesn't do anything, what good is it? Absolutely, absolutely. But um, yeah, I'll say, so let me say two. I'll say for sure the name, mm -hmm. the brand falls under the name. And I'll say it's just the technology because it's not just, we don't just use um, ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. We use a whole bunch of um, AI technology. You know, all like we use, so of course, we use ChatGPT, we use uh, Poly, Amazon Poly, which is like speech-to-text, text-to-speech. Mm -hmm. We use Assembly, we use Whisper, like there's a whole bunch of uh, geeky stuff that I won't go into. Yeah. <laughs> it was very interesting because yeah. as a student, if I heard about this for the first time and to know that everything I need for every single module or course is going to be in the same platform, I'm immediately going to be mesmerized and say, oh my God, this is what I've needed the whole time. I didn't have that as a student. Yeah, for sure. No, no, I wish I had it as a student also. <laughs> yeah. Especially math classes. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, all classes for me. But yeah, no, but um, no, it's, it's great. And we kind of like socialified the whole application now as well. So you can like, you know, you can send you, your friends DMs, you can collaborate mm -hmm. on projects. Uh, there's a feed and like a news feed essentially where you can upload like projects that you want to yeah. work on together so it's all about making it you know making it making education fun and interactive yeah. so it's no longer a chore you know yeah that's what ai that's what i see that ai does for the world it makes everyone more efficient more effective more productive and just makes life that little bit easier that's the motto of school hack let's that make your life just that little bit easier. It should be printed. Yeah, I yeah. see it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for the students, what would you say is your biggest challenge facing school that the platform solving? Well, you know, look, it's like we've all been in the classroom and you might have a question for a teacher, right? And uh, you don't want to seem stupid, but actually the more questions you ask, actually the more smart you are, mm -hmm. I believe, you know, like, because that means you're, you're seeking you're seeking knowledge. Like, yeah, curiosity. See, yeah, exactly. So one thing what students always email us about is like, you know, they're a bit shy sometimes to ask some questions in the classroom in front of their classmates that they want to be laughed at. So yeah. it definitely gives them like, you know, the privacy to like learn in peace mm -hmm. without the fear of like embarrassment or, or anything like without the peer pressure or pressure of other students. So that's uh, definitely uh, one thing it solves for sure off the top of my head, along with many others. That, but that's very interesting what you're saying because uh, implementing it into classrooms, that's a way for them to vocalize their thoughts in a way that they wouldn't think they can otherwise. Yeah. Um, are there other ways that it can harmonize both the teachers and students, um, well, education and teaching at the same time throughout a school day? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like as we as we roll on in the, on on the portal again, it's uh, it harmonizes it because you know with our algorithm that we're developing, mm -hmm. it's like we're learning how the student 
likes to learn? Like how did how would this student learn? Just so we can create a more personalized learning experience from them. So there'll be certain metrics that'll be available for the educators to look on on the portal. And just, you know, little things like, oh, this student likes learning this way. He's more interested in this subject, but his weakness is, is in this subject, you know? Wow, yeah. It's, the, it's uh, all based off of the algorithm. So when the educator is now teaching the student, you know, okay, it could be like, you know, Jimmy here is, is really good at maths, but he just needs a little bit more help on English. Yeah. So let's redirect our focus on English, you know? Okay. It's uh, like, that's how it like synchronizes and harmonizes. What about... Um just students of different backgrounds and different learning abilities, is that something that can be detected if it hasn't been yet? And can it be tailored for students that may need a bit more attention or a bit more help? Absolutely, yeah, it does pick up on students. The algorithm is being fine-tuned to pick up on uh, children with uh, learning difficulties for sure. Um, We're also implementing a lot of uh, features to help people with learning difficulties. Like recently, we've um, implemented voice to text so, mm-hmm. and uh, text to speech you know so okay. you know for students who struggle with writing or reading like it's not fair that they should be denied such, yeah. such technology right mm-hmm. so now um, if a student is say dyslexic and maybe can't prompt how um, you know like a regular student yeah. would be able to prompt but it's like a fantastic speaker right because you do get those people right mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're the best at speaking but they're not so good at writing at least now they can prompt with their voice yeah. and then if they're not the best at reading at least now they can hear what answers they're getting from yeah they from have the same advantages but tailored to them absolutely is there a line that um could be crossed with security by any chance. So how do you address the safety and security of every single user? Yeah. And how do you assure that it's not being used in any in any way that it shouldn't be? Yeah, no, definitely. School hack, um, we follow all the data protection laws. We don't sell no data to no one. Everything is like internal. Okay. We, we follow like a strict policy guidelines by Apple and by uh, Google, the Play Store. So we make sure that everything's uh, above board. We don't share uh, no students' data with, with anybody. The only thing we do with data is you learn from it to make mm-hmm. the learning experience a lot better. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, one last question before we leave you. So what is the future school hack? And how far can it go in the industry in general? Yeah, I'll give you a little exclusive here. <laughs> yeah. So um, the future of school hack, um, of course, we want to better the learning experiences of each student and keep learning and keep, um, let the platform keep evolving. But what we're actually working on is the first real virtual school. The last time I was here, you know, um, I had a big talk about the metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that um, Apple has just released the Vision Pro, yeah. you know, we want to make the first, which essentially is not hard, it's not, it's hardware, but it's not essentially a VR headset. It's okay. a whole computer in itself. Yeah. So, um, for those who prefer, like, home tutoring and home learning, etc., we want to make the first virtual school and... Uh, in the form of an app built on the Vision Pro. So that's the the immediate future of School Hack. That's what we're working on uh, as we speak, yeah. That's insane and it's very timely. And like I said, last time you were here, you were talking about Web3 and to see the worlds collide in a way. Because we're not seeing much of it necessarily Mm -hmm. and not widely adopted at least. Yes. So it's amazing to see how forward-thinking you are with the entire company to begin with and Mm. 
the opportunities and advantages that come out for the children and the teachers and everyone else that is using the platform. Yeah, for sure. No, like with uh, with Apple releasing this product, you know, it's uh, Apple are the goats, man. You know, game changer. Apple, <laughs> Apple are the the late disruptors. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, they come to the party late, but. They, they end up leaving with all the girls. <laughs> no, I'm it's, just extreme, <laughs> it's extremely accurate. <laughs> yeah. Like they know how to do it good, but they'll take their time with it. Yeah. Just yeah. for the sake of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And thank thanks you. for being here. It's been again. great. Thank you. Of course. Guys, that is it from us today. We'll be back with you next week. Same time, same place. Goodbye from me. Peace. <laughs>